Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to our show. We are live. Of course, Benny's in the studio along with Jen answering the phones and I'm in my home, in my home office in Bothell about 20 minutes away if there's no traffic. Uh, And tonight or today, I get to do one of my favorite things. I get to interview someone who I believe is on the leading edge of thought. I, I think it's important to have other people's opinions, not just mine and their knowledge and their genius. I love it when people from mainstream life In this case, Karen Crawford, who's an amazing astrologer, is also an MD. Mainstream life combined that knowledge with spiritual consciousness knowledge. I don't think it should be separate. I think we need to bring all of our knowledge that we have into our collective consciousness, and that's what creates genius. So we are very privileged today to have Karen Crawford, who is a Sun Aries, which I've forgotten about. I'm an Aries too, which I love. Cancer Moon, we're all of that water comes from, plus I bet there's cool things in your chart. I think you have three trines because we've talked once before. Two trines. Wow, that's amazing. And her rising sign is a Sagittarius. We'll talk a lot about rising signs because that's what people need to kind of look at, especially when they're reading general astrology reports. I think that's uh, amazing. So Karen describes herself as a fiery woman who has a lot of water in her chart. Uh, she's learned how to, of course, be empathic as a physician working in a city hospital in the ER department who fell in love with astrology and tarot and energy work and now has her own practice where she brings all of her collective you know, knowledge and awareness and consciousness to help people evolve and expand and help them to be guided into their magnificence and so we're so lucky to have you on the show today thank you so much i'm thrilled to have you and the stars are crazy right now so we need expert advice yes they are thank you so much for having me marie and honestly looking at this is like the last quarter of 2022 and i feel like the collective knows since like 2020 we've had crazy things going on so Um, You know, we just had Mercury go direct October 2nd, and then we had Pluto go direct October 8th, and then Saturn just got its game on uh, October 25th, actually on the solar uh, eclipse. So October 25th started the eclipse season, and so you're always going to have a polarity, because what happens is, so a solar eclipse is when um, the moon and the sun are together in the same sign, and so the earth is in the moon's shadow, Okay. So it's a time when we kind of want to go inward, we want to look into ourselves, we want to listen, we want to find those breadcrumbs, okay? And because it was in Scorpio, we're looking at those kind of things like intimacy and like power and like, um, how do you feel safe? How do you uh, express express yourself in a powerful way that's helpful for others? So um, Venus happened to be right there, which I thought was very, very interesting because um, we just finished Libra season and now we're in Scorpio. And something very, very special just happened October 22nd. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the Venus star points, but every, every nine months or so, the Venus and the sun meet together in the sky. It's called the Venus, it's like, it's, it's a Kazemi. It's like in the heart of something. So when Venus and the sun get together, it's kind of like the sun can burn away all the stuff that might've been burdening her or taking her down. So she can like 
renew herself and whisper to the sun her secrets and her desires because Venus is like, what do you desire? What do you want? What are the things that are like a priority to you kind of a thing? So they got to kiss in the sky together. Um, and so relationships are a big theme with Venus, you know, equality. And so we really haven't had a Venus star point since a hundred years ago. And um, I don't know if you listen to any podcasts, but the astrology podcast with Chris Brennan had Ariel Gutman on and she wrote this amazing book about the Venus star points. And so we're shifting from a Scorpio Venus star point to a Libra one. And that happened a hundred years ago. And that was when we saw a lot of stuff with like women's rights and gay rights and looking at things from all these different perspectives. Because Venus with the scales can hold that, that bandwidth for paradox, you know, like I know what I feel, but what do you feel? I'm interested in that. Venus wants to gather that information. It's an air sign, it's objective, right? So um, the fact that, you know, we just had this new star point, you know, coming in, into play for like the next hundred years, we're going to see a new theme for the next hundred years. So hopefully this is something or because we've had such a polarity universe in the past couple of years. And I feel like you're either on this side or that side, but it doesn't have to be that way. We can somehow meet in the middle and like, you know, that soul coming up above, like with Suzanne Kiesman's teachings, right? Like we can all find that way that we're just connected in love. Um, so yeah, so basically um, when you when you see these star points, they're in five different parts. It's like, it's like a, Venus makes this beautiful five-pointed star over the span of an eight-year thing. And so if you look at the star points, you can see what degrees they're at. And then the way you bring it personal to your own chart is where is that in my chart? What house is that in? Do I have a planet right there? Is it on one of my angles kind of a thing? And that's why you might want to see an astrologer to get that information. Um, but if you're kind of like a self-learner, you can look it up on astro.com. You put in your information. It's a free website. Very helpful. And you can kind of be like, oh, so let's say I had something, you know, so, so let's go back to the eclipse. Okay. So, so when you start an eclipse season, the new moon kicks it off. Okay. And now normally we have, we have the, the moon cycles 28 days or so around, you know, with the earth and the sun. So we start with a new moon and then you have a first quarter, a full moon, a last quarter, a new moon. It's just the cycle, the way it is, it's beautiful and repetitive, right? So we can find patterns to things, but two to three times a year, sometimes, I'm sorry, maybe even four, depending on how the things fall, eclipses happen. And that's because the nodes of the moon are close to the sun and the moon when they're doing their, their patterns between new moon and full moon. So, um, so with this particular one, there's an axis of Taurus and Scorpio. So when you think of Taurus, you're embodied. You are just, if you've ever seen the movie Amelie, when she sticks her fingers in those beans and just feels like she, she helps a blind man walk through that like um, gallery or um, uh, it's like a, it's like this beautiful market. Okay. He couldn't see, but like he could touch these things and smell these things and hear these things. So Taurus is about being in your body all the way. And when you're in your body all the way, you can get peace. It's like, how do I experience serenity? So it's like, you know, the Buddha could meditate, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, being at peace with everything versus Scorpio, who's like, let's go deep, let's go intense, let's do those scary things. So that's like Halloween's so fun, right? It's like the taboo thing. It's just like people looking gorgeous as witches, you know, and like, you know, having all these fun, intense, you know, deep questions, because Scorpio wants to know the truth. And it's about like a gentle power. It's about how can I be safe and, and grow my own skills and, and share my resources with other people? So it's like that axis. So, um, 
So there's also that feeling of with this, with this, this particular eclipse starts off with a new moon solar eclipse and it's in Scorpio. So it's kind of like what's coming up in my relationships? Cause Venus is right there with the sun. Okay. The sun and the moon and Venus were right there. Cause she's still hanging tight with the sun. So it's maybe looking at your old stories, your old stories in your relationship. So is there a belief system or something that's holding me back from fully expressing myself in a relationship mm -hmm. and who, maybe you're partnering, maybe myself. Mm -hmm. And maybe once we do that self-worth, that self-love investigation and kind of listen to that, then I can be a better partner for something else. Or maybe I want to, you know, connect in a different way. So it's looking at your priorities around that and looking at your old stories and rewriting them because the nodes are about karma, right? And so South Node's kind of like, it's like your little suitcase of all the things you've learned in the past. It's like, you know, I've got these skills nailed and that particular sign, but the North Node's a growth point. It's like, it's like, and not that the South Node's bad, it's, it's kind of what we come in with, but we want to grow to that Northern point. So like, let's say, you know, your North Node is in Leo. So that means that this lifetime, you're here to speak your truth to an audience that applauds you. You find the people who believe in your authenticity because you're being vulnerable. The more vulnerable you are as a Leo and expressing yourself creatively, the more you're going to draw all those people that need to hear what you're saying. And then you're just, it's just like this beautiful expression of just authenticity that people just pick up on. Okay. So in versus, you know, Aquarius is more like, you know, um, the collective. So I want to do things for everybody else. There's not much of an ego in there. They have a higher humanity purpose in there. So, um, so basically, so we started our, our season and it's a two week time period. It's like a portal. It's like the, the, the head and the tail of the dragon. You know, if you look at the, um, Vedic astrology, they talk about, uh, K2 and Rahu kind of a thing. It's like, so, uh, I always look at it as the wild card, you know, like, oh my God, it can happen, especially with this, Second eclipse with Uranus, I guess, kind of a, a hugely important. But yeah, I always think of eclipses as wild cards. Anything could happen. Exactly. Because it, I, kinda, I don't know if you've ever played video games with people before, but there's like this Mario Kart and there's like this star. You like touch the star and it makes you like glow and you go super fast. I kind of feel like eclipses like, pew, like pew, they just shoot you out kind of a thing. So you have to be ready. You can expect the unexpected. The fact that you knew that um, Uranus is going to be with the, um, the lunar eclipse in November 8th, totally. That's like, you, you're psychic. You really read my mind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, so, so, with, so, with the, so in the interesting thing between this eclipse portal, October 30th is when Mars starts to go retrograde in Gemini. Mm. So if we unpack that, so Mars rules Aries. Okay. So Mars is kind of like, like the courage to try something new, to have a little bit of a risk to it. Like, how do we get what we want? How do we, um, like kind of like our aggression. It can also be like sex and passion, you know, that kind of stuff too. That's always great, right? How we assert our will in the world. Um, and so it's going to go retrograde in Gemini and Gemini is like communication and talking and how we perceive in the world. So you can see how like, okay, so Mars and Gemini in and of itself, you have something that's kind of hot and fiery and you've got air. So you can make like some vortexes, you know, you can kind of go crazy with what you're saying. So you might need to watch like triggering things, you know, if you're starting to see a little bit of red, shut it down, you know, walk away, take a time because when it's retrograde, the energy can kind of be turned internalized. Okay. So kind of like, be careful that you're not being like passive aggressive or that you're not like 
bottling up your anger or energy. So I think it's a good time to work out and kind of like do positive outlets for those things. Um, measure twice, cut once. And so it's so interesting. It's right in the middle of that portal. Because then November 8th, as we know, in the United States, we have our midterm elections. Right. And so when you said the wild card, 100%, because the moon is conjunct with Uranus at the north node in Taurus, then directly opposite that, you have your sun in Scorpio with Venus. She's still, she's still pretty much there. And Mercury in the south node, okay? So, so it's interesting that you've got Uranus and Mercury opposite each other because that can cause, you know, some crazy things in communication. Well, we're turning in ballots, right? I mean, this right. like, could be like a big brouhaha about like right. all the right. voting and stuff. Especially since, you know, the consensus has been that, you know, after you win an election, you lose the House and the Senate or, you know, it reverts to the previous president if, if we changed, um, you know, uh, parties, which of course we did. But I think that might be the 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 mix up, you know, like because it's the collective. That's really what it's looking at. The collective is looking like they're expecting that outcome. So I'm thinking that the surprise will be that that may not be the outcome, but we'll all have to wait and see, of course. Exactly. Because, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, just you can feel the energies and yeah. like it's always up to the overall energy, what ends up, per, you know, happening kind of a thing. But the other thing that's really interesting is that the whole theme of like, you know, 2021, 2022, partly also has been Saturn square Uranus. Okay. So Saturn is going to be a big part of this big triangle in the sky. It's all this fixed energy and fixed energy doesn't like to change. It likes stability. Mm -hmm. It likes to grow things. Right. Uh -huh. So you're right. Uranus is destabilization, chaos, wild card, um, surprise, innovation. Surprise. Exactly. And then, and then Saturn's more like, um, like structure, establishment, tradition. And so when they're kind of like staring down each other in a tense relationship and like um, some people write that it's almost like a stress test. So like what structures have cracks in them that oh. are going to get shaken and you see that they kind of tumble and fall. So that's the other really interesting thing. I love that. I, I well, my, I see my guides dancing about the midterms. So that could be a positive, uh, you know, reflection. But we'll, again, we'll have to see what happens for sure. But yeah, that's that's. I love what you're saying about because that's why Uranus is so powerful. But I didn't think about it in terms of there's already cracks in something, right? And and maybe we're afraid to change. We're, we're afraid to quit our job, or you know date again or go to the doctor or whatever it is that we're afraid of and if there's some cracks in that foundation then they're going to break apart and we're going to have to all of a sudden we have to go make it a doctor's appointment or someone introduces us to a fabulous person or we find a different path in our life that is way more um fulfilling so sometimes uranus feels like it's bad things are happening right when that when the foundation is shaking but it's actually really really good for us and, and it's almost like we're clinging. Humans have so much fear. And we, we and this is a whole safety exodus with the Taurus Scorpio. Am I safe if I change my job? Like, and so because we're clinging so hard that we can't possibly see, it's like the caterpillar, you know, leaving the chrysalis it turns into that goo. It has to be goo before it can have its cells organized. <laughs> yeah, right? Imaginal cells find each other and then become the butterfly. So it's like- And I'm sure the caterpillar is scared when it's like- <laughs> dissolving i'm sure it's going what's happening where are the leaves i'm hungry you know i'm sure that it's feeling just so out of control oh yeah oh yeah yeah and then so so it's like i think the hardest thing and especially in the clip season because sudden things can happen in and of themselves not to mention you're being right there november 8th 
Right. It's always for our highest good. And I think the more it's more and more people become conscious and become awake and let go of that fear-based belief condition system, because Pluto's going to move into Aquarius. In I know. And then that's, that's, like, that's like heaven on earth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, here's the parallel. <laughs> so here's okay. the parallel because you, the United States has experienced its Pluto return right now. It's 248 right. years ago, all the way around. Right. So, you know, it's going to go until about 2024. And then, you know, with Pluto moving into um, Aquarius, it's like, that was like, what, 1778 to 1798, Pluto is in Aquarius. And that's when we wrote, we, the people on the constitution. It's like, because Pluto is like, like this huge generational collective power. And it shows you where your wounds are. It shows you what might be rotten that needs to be transformed. And that's the whole Scorpio thing too, because Pluto is also the modern ruler of Scorpio. And then, um, and then Aquarius is like, I have a higher vision. It's, it's not quite utopia, but it's like things could be like this if you're willing to sacrifice for the greater good. And like people, just... it reminds me of Iran right now, you know, where, mm. where there's this mass, it, it breaks my heart, you know, because my children are half Iranian and the country's been a mess for a very long time. So I'm not happy that all these young people are protesting against a, a terrible government. But it, it's like they feel drawn to, they can see their future. They can see that if they stay where they are, they're not gonna be able to have the freedoms and the privileges that they deserve. And so they're willing to risk their lives, you know, against a, a very punishing dictatorship. So you're saying that, cause I see it, I see Aquarius as, you know, freedoms and advanced technology, all of those things. But I understand what you're saying because it's combined with Pluto and Pluto, Pluto's the underworld. I always think of the Middle East as Plutic as Pluto actually. Is how I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's how I see the Middle East because they're always in the underworld. It seems like no matter what we do, they tend to be, you know, fighting in some way. So I, I see what you're saying. Like it could be a little bit rocky. Like it could be wonderful. Like new freedoms are going to be even brought to the service that we never even in, have entertained. Forget Roe versus Wade. Gosh knows what incredible freedoms are going to be brought to mind, but then we're going to have to work with the collective consciousness to allow it to exist. Exactly. Because, because, because it's that foundational thing that, that we have to work with. So Pluto kind of burns things down to the ashes. It's like the Phoenix, right? So it's so much transformation. Like you don't recognize the butterfly from the caterpillar. You have no idea they ever existed. But, um, but when, when Pluto went into Capricorn, that was in 2008. Right. Saturn right, which is the old guard, which is what's fracturing right now around the world to some degree. Yeah, yeah. But when, so when Pluto went into Capricorn, right, with because Saturn rules Capricorn, or yeah. Um, but the, the housing market, the housing crash happened. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And so, and so, but then, and then, and then we've seen like these interesting things with democracy while Pluto has been in Capricorn. So, so, and a lot of times when, when a planet first moves into the new sign, there can be some rockiness, like you, you mm. kind of feel, but then towards the end of it, we'll kind of see how it plays out because that's what astrology is all about. Like, like there's this cosmic clock, this cosmic calendar, this, this time frame of things that are going to come up. And then each of us kind of interface like a little clock, like a cog in the wheel kind of a thing. So that's how we kind of see our own piece. Mm. And so the more of us that wake up, which I kind of feel like as Aquarius, you're waking up, you're like sticking your head above the herd saying, we don't have to do things this way, right? I mean, we can do something new and amazing. Yeah, I, I think that's so true. Just even how really smart people pointed out that just because certain faiths have certain beliefs doesn't mean that that has to rule 
the consciousness. I mean, I never thought about it that way. I don't follow any form of religion. I never have. But that's a really profound, accurate statement that individuals can follow their own religious beliefs and rules or configurations, but it doesn't have to, you know, guide an entire country, you know, which is fascinating. Like, oh, why didn't we think of that before? Why, why, why weren't we talking about this before? You know, like we can respect all religious faiths, but everybody gets to have their own independent choices so that they can follow their own faith. You know, I, I just find it so fascinating. So it's going to be things like that that seem so obvious yeah, in know, some right. way, but maybe haven't been said out loud. Well, and I think that really hits on that Libra star point. You know, it's like that it's that we can all coexist. We can hold the paradox for each other because we are not all ever going to see the same way anyway. Like we all have our own lenses. We all have our own experiences, but that doesn't mean we can't all get along. Right. I mean, it's just like, yeah. Right. So we're talking about the collective, but then everyone has their own personal experience with, you know, Aquarius, uh, with Pluto moving into Aquarius, which is, of course, governed by Uranus, again, the planet of surprise. And, and, and that's going to last for how long? I mean, Pluto's slow. 20 years. 20 years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Big cycle. Yeah, because Pluto has like a, you know, it can spend, I think, as short as like nine years and as long as 30 because it's. Pluto's orbit's different kind of a thing, but 2023 to 2044. And I'm like, I did the math. I'm like, I'm going to be 66 with Pluto. I know. I'm like, okay, I think I'll still be alive, you know, when it, uh, <laughs> while Pluto's in Uranus. But I love Uranus. It's really my favorite planet. I absolutely love Uranus because I love surprises. So so what can people, well, I know, I, I want you to t- touch on your beautiful points too. So how can we prepare people for this Plutonian shift and uh, w- while it dances with Uranus. Well, I really feel like the best way to work with Pluto is shadow work. And what I mean by that is um, looking at the things that maybe you feel guilty, shame, anger, like parts you've hidden in yourself because that's your subconscious. And um, Carl Jung is amazing, right? I mean, this guy's like, oh, oh my God, like his, yeah. his take on all this. So it's like, when you shine the light on the subconscious and because it's like until I think it's until you face your subconscious it's going to drive your life right it's going to seem like fate where things just kind of pop up and you're going to project stuff onto people either you're super super angry and you don't know it and you just draw angry people or you think everybody else is angry right so it's like (laughs) if people really take a look at themselves and say okay so how do I really feel about this and if something uncomfortable comes up naming it, letting it go through your body, you know, getting a, a body worker, an energy healer, a psychotherapist, whatever it's going right. to be. Anyway, there's a shame with like these kind of things. It's like, oh my God, we, the thing is when by the time you figure it out, you've already raised your kids and like, you've yeah. like started the cycle. You know what I mean? I'm like, right. <laughs> yeah. And because ch- children do wake you up, you know, because they, all, all of your stuff is brought to the surface when you raise children because you're reliving your own childhood. People don't always understand this, but it's, it's a it's a powerful healing tool to raise kids. I mean, it's exhausting, but it's a powerful, and it's beautiful, it's a powerful healing tool, but you don't have to raise children to grow, but you do have to take some action, you know, find, you know, uh, a coach who has some psychotherapy in, in their background, you know, or an astrologer who's also a physician. I think it's a wonderful combination. I've, I've done a lot of inner work through astrology. It's given me a lot of insight, a lot of path, a lot of 
uh, awareness and consciousness to help me do my work and giving me great insight to who I am way before I was even, you know, before I actually got to that space, they they give me the, the, the spotlight, like this is coming, you know, and they were all good things. Everything has always been very good and positive and super important for my life. Well, I feel like too, it's your perspective because some people are like, oh, Saturn's coming for me and he's going to teach me some lessons. How about I'm given the opportunity to work through this thing. I'm being given a, a chance to master something. And so, and the thing that's so great about the universe, if you don't get it the first time, you have a second chance. Maybe Hello. a third chance. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we so live a long time these days. So the chance of getting a third time is high. I mean, people are going to be moving into their hundreds. That's why the social security department keeps, you know, saying, well, now you can't retire until this age, you know, and now you can't get your full retirement till that age. You know, they keep pushing it, which is great. I love it. I'm like, great. Love it. Love it. And, and, the, and the speak to speak to the Uranus for you. Like I, I see it's, it's, it's an important planet for you. And like, how amazing for you, because it's like to embrace that kind of an energy lets you have that excitement in the change versus the um like and, and the thing is like it's kind of like if you I feel like if you get too far off your path they kind of help guide you back there's gonna be like there's like almost like a system of like checks and balances like we have free will 100% always free will. Mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like if you're just kind of like little too like you're kind of you know going this way your angels are going to help you the planets are going to help you everything's going to help you and conspire to kind of get you kind of where you're going to be headed in this lifetime agreed i i so agree i i think our spirit guides our higher self our you know all the beautiful people who want to help humanity grow like yourself are there to remind you of your path and who you are because once we start listening to the mind which i'm really happy that you know, Pluto's exiting Capricorn. Um, I mean, it's been lovely, actually. I mean, it's been great for a lot of us. We've learned a lot about structure and and now we want to change that structure. You know, that's given us really good information about like how we have to be mindful about who we vote into these lower offices because things can change for the entire, for a big part of the country if we're not being mindful of that. That's really, really good information. Uh, And then of course, there's going to be incredible personal insights for us too that the last 20 years, or more, 24 years, I think. Uh, how many things did you put into a healthy structure for yourself, you know, mm. which can safeguard your happiness so that you can fly around the planet in a more unique, you know, empowered way of individualization, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, so how can people contact you, Karen, so they can have readings with you? And you also read tarot too. You yeah, love yeah. the tarot. The cards for today were the three of wands and the tower. I'm like, oh my God. So gosh, you rocked on your, your eyes. You're like, you're all about it, man. You just totally do it. So, oh, um, oh stardust.guru. Stardust.guru. Yeah. Karen is amazing. She's an, I've had readings with her. I love her. I will have readings with her in the future. Uh, so she gets my stamp of approval. If you need a stamp of approval, I think she's an incredible intuitive and she also knows about health and wellness. So, you know, she, she can answer all of your questions, whatever they happen to be. So thank you so much for coming on to the show that 30 minutes flew by. It felt like 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Do you have anything, any fun things coming up that you want to share with the audience? Um, well, basically I just, I'm having this interview with you and this is <laughs> so fun. I totally Aww. love you. And I know from I love you the too. world, I'm going to tell you how amazing you are because you are absolutely amazing. And we oh, thank you. Very, very You're well. so you precious. Lives. You changed my life. 
Well, it is my pleasure and my honor, and I'm happy to share the road with you as we do this together. So I think it's beautiful. Thank you so much, Karen. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. And that concludes it. We'll be right back with more from Marie. And it's an open open call and show day for the rest of the half of the show. And we'll be right back with more from Marie, 877-825-8828. Be right back. So, you know, perception is everything. Join Marie for a brand new 12-week course and learn how the power of prolific healing can occur when you witness all things through the lens of spiritual perception. The class will kick off January 18th. So visit the online courses tab at energyintuitive.com for more information and to secure your spot. Because it's all about healing through altered perceptions. While serving in Iraq, an IED took both my legs, but it didn't take my spirit. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Greg Gadsden, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Today, I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and public speaker. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just being the best that I can be. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Hello, I'm super excited be teaching my very first eight-week course all about your spirit guides titled come meet your spirit guides it will be a fabulous fun-filled eight-week course of delight through which we will encounter your devoted guides unlike my small coaching classes this is brand new we will have a much larger class open to many students and available for a much lower fee Students will have access to a magical learning page that will include a welcome video, access to the course workbook, weekly course recordings and greetings, as well as some more magic or bonus type content. This class will kick off on February 6th. Visit the online courses tab of energyintuitive.com for more information and to secure your spot. I can't wait for you to meet your spirit guides. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Okay, and welcome back to the Remanu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. And for those of you watching me live on video, I am wearing my witch hat. I am a witch every year for Halloween. And I can't wait to show you one of my treats. Um, I'll I'll, uh, bring it on the air in just a few moments. 
I love Karen Crawford. I love astrology. So that was really, really fun. And I'm super excited to answer all of your questions. But I just want to give out a shout out to Suzanne Giesman, who will actually be doing a webinar tonight at East West Bookshop. It's only $25. You definitely want to sign up for this class. You can go to Suzanne Giesman's website or go to the East West Bookshop website. It's called Connecting with Spirit and Ever-Present Help in Challenging Times. She's an incredible uh, teacher and a wonderful, uh, wonderful, high vibrational spirit. So you definitely want to sign up for that class. I just found out yesterday that she was teaching that and you're going to love it. So let's go ahead, Benny, and go to the call lines and uh, start talking to our beautiful callers. Sounds like a plan. 877-825-8828 for the Marie Man Cherry Show for today. And uh, we'll take now Michelle calling in from Maryland. Hi, Michelle. Oh, wait, I apologize. Uh, This is Beth from Spokane. Sorry about that. (laughs) Hi, Beth. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm so excited. I, I kind of knew I was going to get um, let in today because about five till my um, spirit guides nudged me to call you, and um, I've been listening to you for a long time now, and um, I've had a medical, kind of a medical emergency hmm. situation um, a month and a half ago. I was diagnosed um with AFib, and since then, they have shocked me back into sinus rhythm, but it's Mm. been quite a month of, um, you know, going through that physically, but I also follow uh, Louise Hay, and she says that our physical symptoms are really manifestations of more emotional um, transpirings. So not allowing love into your heart and through other people. Um, yes. So, you know, so but, but here's what I think. Um, and and okay. we're, you know, so the heart is an incredible organ. It's, it can mm-hmm. be very mystical and magical, but so many human beings, yourself included, use your heart chakra as this overly empathetic, overly sympathetic organ. And that exhausts it and wears it out because it wasn't created to be those things. Um, okay. for you and for the type of soul that you are. What about, um, I can't remember the term right now, but where they burn the lining of the heart muscle, that's a really great way to stay out of uh, VFEB. Well, and they do have me on quite a bit of medication. I know. Um, I'm hoping that um, I have the post-op exam here next week and mm-hmm. hoping they will take me off of a lot of that medication because I'm kind of a natural um, a, yeah, you know, but that's okay. Reason. These medications are keeping you healthy and making sure you don't have a stroke and all these complications that can occur when your heart isn't pumping correctly. So it's good okay. that you have these medications. It's great that we have modern medicine. So no, I agree. even even though I said what, uh, thank you, ablation, cardiac ablation. I love how, so, thank you, um, Benny, he wrote that in. Yeah, it's ablation therapy. It works great for uterine walls when people have fibroids or a lot of bleeding going on. And it's fantastic to reverse certain cardiac conditions. So I'm glad, because the shocking is not very fun. You know, it's not fun to be shocked to go back into regular rhythm. It's not fun, Um, but I'm I'm glad that it worked. And if you need the ablation going down the road, 
just embrace it because I think it will be a permanent situation. So I'm telling okay. you that because your mind worries, 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 and it's nice for worriers to have a healthy backup plan, but you kind of skimmed over what I brought to the surface, which is the main reason why you went into this, uh, into that rhythm is because you are too empathetic. Would you agree with me right. about that? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so you have to stop that. You have to learn to become neutral. I, I, in fact, what I want you to do is don't listen to sad stories. When If you have people in your life, which I'm sure you do, who are complaining and unhappy and unfulfilled, walk away from those conversations. That is not going to help you to grow as an individual. You already learned how to become compassionate a very, very, very long time ago, probably many thousands of years ago. So you're wasting your energy doing something you already know how to do that is now a detriment to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I have learned that it's more about them instead of taking it on, you know, um, and feeling. I just don't think you should be around it, period. Your soul is wanting to have a massive transformative growth. And so you're going to have to stop feeling so sorry for everyone. And and, and that doesn't mean you're not a good, kind person. It just means it's not good for you energetically. That means that it's not really helping them either. It's not helping other people. So um, I want you to to um, care less. Don't care. Think of everyone as an incredible soul, you know, and everyone's having their own personal experiences um, that have nothing to do with you and have everything to do with their desire to evolve through these contractual experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I would agree. All right. Okay. But I think everything's going to be fine. Okay. Will I be able to listen to this later? Because Yes. It's all online. Okay. Yeah. All of our shows turn into podcasts and uh, mine is Podbean, I believe, is where it's hosted. Mm -hmm. You can go through my website and there's a link for it. You can sign up for it and they'll deliver it to your email every Thursday. Yep. And we also were restreaming on YouTube and uh, Facebook and other platforms as well. Yeah, it's on YouTube too. Thank you for reminding me, Benny. So thanks, Beth, for calling in from Spokane. Now we will take Michelle from Maryland. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Benny. Hi, Marie. Hi, Jen. Hello, what can we do for you? So today I'm calling about my son. He is 10 years old. He'll be 11 in January. And he's had, um, he's been experiencing some weight loss. And I took him Mm -hmm. to the doctor and she's concerned and she did some blood work and we're waiting for the results. But I was just wondering if there's anything you can tell me. And when did you have the blood work? Um, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Okay. So it makes sense that you don't have it back yet. Um, your son, your son, pardon? Oh, go ahead. He lost 11 pounds since January. Oh yeah. That's significant. Like a ton, but for a kid. Well, it is for a kid. Did he grow a lot? He grew a little, I mean, he grew like over an inch. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. So I, I'm, I'm actually not concerned. Yeah, I'm not concerned. I think he's in a growth spurt. He's growing like crazy. And people, when they start growing, they lean out. I mean, look at toddlers, you know, like from two to three or one to three, they lose that adorable, cute belly, you know, that adorable, cute belly. uh, They lose that. I'm not saying that they might show something up in the labs, but I don't think it's going to be anything that you're going to be concerned about. Um, okay. and, and I, and if you really want to have a better, uh, awareness of your son's health, I would go see a natural path is what I would do. But, um, just because there might be some great ideas of, of, of ways that he can gain weight, 
right? And without eating yeah. a bunch of carbs and sugar, but I would just have more food available. I would just start cooking more, putting hamburgers out. You know, I just would have more food available for him because he's in a major growth spurt. And he also recently got braces and an expander. So I wasn't sure if that might be. Sure. Yeah, because he may not be eating as well. He's not right? eating. I don't think he's eating at the speed. He used to but, be. Yeah, that's at. a really Because I know point, that happened yeah. to me. You know, you're busy trying to pick more out than taking it in. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think everything's fine. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. You're I welcome. Really you're it. welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. I appreciate it. I mean, I have twin boys that'll be 12 in January. So yeah. we're a year ahead of her. So, yeah. And I've already been seeing that. I mean, they're growing yeah. up and they're getting a little more thin and they're eating yeah. about the same. They're changing. Yeah. And they're changing. eating about the same, but like their weight is but- dropping just a scotch. And but he all- got braces. So, right. you know, that, so that totally saying. changes yeah. or could potentially change someone's intake. You got it. All right. Uh, let's need, uh, take now Christopher calling in from L.A. Hi, Christopher. Hi there. How are you? Good. Thanks. Appreciate it. What can I do for Hi, you, Christopher? Marie. Hello. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Of course. What can I do for you? Uh, yeah, I've, um, I was very close to my grandmother and my mom, and they've both been gone for a while now, and I've been thinking a lot about them, and I do miss them. So I was wondering if they have any messages for me? Sure. Well, they're a hoot, by the way, especially together. I can see why you miss them. Because, and it's almost a little bit of arguing between them, but like funny arguing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're a little competitive, um, but they, I mean, they love each other, but they're also slightly annoying (laughs) with each Uh other. Uh, and 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 they 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 they've been listening to the show, so they're they're like, um, we want to fatten you up, even if you don't want to be fattened up, we want to fatten you up. And they show me this huge tray, like if we were in an industrial kitchen, like in a school, of these beautiful, delicious brownies. Like I'm like, I can smell them so much. I just I want one so bad. Um, so they tell me they're with you all the time. That they're doing their very best to bring a lot of humor to your life and a lot of joy to your life so that you can um, have even more fun in your life. You know, they, they even say, don't worry, we're all going to be together at some point, but they want you to go and have crazy experiences so that when you cross over, you can talk to them about it, even though they're going to be witnessing the whole thing. People on the other side love it when we get together and we all like have the conversation uh, on this in the same uh, vibrational reality. Uh, so mm-hmm. they say your life's a little boring. Okay. Would you agree okay. with that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to go have some fun. Go on a cruise. Learn to sc- scuba dive. Um, yeah, you yeah know, that's go- what I need to do. Yes, you need to go have some fun. And they will be there having fun with you. They promise. Mm-hmm. But they say your, okay. your life is too boring. Okay. Thank okay? you so much. You're right. welcome. They love you very much. Yeah, thanks, Christopher, for uh, joining us on the show today. 877-825-8828 the Marie Mania Cherry Show. We will now take, it looks like, a Jessica, who's calling in from the Bellingham area. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Benny. Hey, Marie. Hey. Uh, what can so I do I'm in for your you? mediumship class right now. Oh, yes, I know who you I'm, are. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I'm noticing some energy in my body that's talking to me, and I just wonder if you could help me figure out what's going on. 
And what do you mean? Like, so, yeah, so about um, a week before our class started, I uh, started noticing some swelling behind my left knee. Oh, interesting. And a kind of pain in the calf. And I went in and had it checked and um, they ruled out a blood clot. Yeah, and great. kind of, you know, just went away. I didn't really notice it. And about a week ago, it came back to where I noticed it again. It's more swollen and I've got some swelling going on um, under my mm. arm on that side. Interesting. So, all that's been happening, but then also three weeks ago, water started to feel different on my body. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it after a pedicure and, you know, they put all the stuff on your feet and I thought, oh, it's just, I'm noticing all the stuff washing off my feet, but the feeling is kind of all over my body now and it hasn't gone away. It's not really a chemical feeling or maybe it's a chemical, but it's, it's not like a burning feeling, but it feels like there's something in the water there's nothing in the water. No matter where I am, it's not yeah. just at my house. There's nothing in the water. So, it, you know, you recently figured out how your mediumship abilities work, correct? Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and that was really wonderful for you, right? Really big and wonderful, correct? Yeah, that was a big aha. It was a big aha moment for you. So you're changing drastically. And prior to you figuring this out, you were hyper-focused in a very negative way on your intuition. Agreed? Yep. I was pushing, pushing, pushing to right. make it work. And, so and I feel you, like I'm now we, figuring out how to flow. It, yeah, in a negative way. So the so you yeah. have, this is a pattern. It's not about intuition. This is a pattern where when something doesn't make sense to you from your logical mind, which it never will, things will never make sense to the logical mind that are multisensory ever, and you try to figure it out from this logical perspective, you need to look at this from an intuitive perspective. Your body's talking to you. And, and, and as long as you stay in fear, you're not going to get the information. I'm telling you, whatever it is, it's benign. It's not a big deal. <clears throat> it's trying to get you to stop focusing on things negatively in other areas of your life as well, because this is a pattern of yours. Yep, and it is. And you want to grow consciously. That means you can't stay in negative patterns. You can't. It's impossible to have the growth that you want. You have to be in positive frequency and vibration. Okay. So it's just, it's like a reminder to be, to be doing It's more than a reminder. They're yelling at you. Stop it. You already learned the lesson. Don't go back. It doesn't matter what the topic is. Stop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, well, you're not convinced, but you need to go get convinced. So get out of your no, head. I, I got to work on it. <laughs> well, you have to let go. You have to let go. And I've been okay. doing that. What if question, but only for like a week. So. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll keep working on that. Thank you. Okay, great. You're welcome. And I have to go get my treat, Benny. Can we take a tiny break or sure. I just have to, okay, let's take a tiny break. I have to go get my treat. It's in the other room. I okay. just need a tiny one, but I'll be right back. Okay. okay? I'll be right back with more okay. from Marie. So, you know, perception is everything. Join Marie for a brand new 12 week course and learn how the power of prolific healing can occur when you witness all things through the lens of spiritual perception. The class will kick off January 18th. So visit the online courses tab at energyintuitive.com for more information and to secure your spot. Because it's all about healing through altered perceptions. 
Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. Oh, I, fa- I found it, Benny. Oh, um, welcome back to the show. And of course, it's almost Halloween. I've got my hat here. And I actually have a witch cape that I'll be wearing on Halloween, too, as well. You going to put it on for us? Sure, I'll just put it yeah, on. It's see? Very lovely. Yeah, just absolutely lovely. I'll, you know, my whole family, is Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. So all the kids and the grandkids come to my house, and then we go trick-or-treating in my neighborhood with the dogs Aww. and... You know, it's adorable. I, I gift all the kids their costumes. Um, it's just really, 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 really fun. So I was really, really happy. I'm just gonna find this again. Where did it go? <laughs> I was very, very happy when I ran into this wonderful company that makes stunning and gorgeous, um, beautiful gifts for people. Stunning, beautiful gifts. And I have one of them right here. It's this beautiful bag. Um, this lovely tote back and it actually says on it has a witch on it and she's flying and it says a uh, little witch's main transportation is her trusty broom she says <laughs> it's very relaxing and increases her intuition this is my new shopping bag by the way i'm going to be yeah. taking it wherever i go and i feel so terrible i had the name here just a second ago <laughs> oh my gosh it's beautiful beautiful amazing and i will find it before the end of this show so everyone will know where they can go and get their own gorgeous beautiful bag um or if that person could text me again i had it just a second or again. jen do you know you can oh text. i found it all i right, found it it's, right, it's right. called the bird uh the bird keeps going away the bird and the butterfly so go to the bird and the butterfly.com they have tons of witchy gorgeous articles that are stunning it's a creative um website that will make art for you and treats and um, that you will love so go ahead and get that the bird and the butterfly you're gonna love it yes okay so i i have just a few announcements before we go on and hopefully take one more caller just have Okay, if you guys could be in my office, you would see that I have papers everywhere. It's just one of those things. As you may know, we're still taking um, enrollment into Expand Your Frequency and Amplify Your Multisensory Power. It's fabulous. We're having so much fun. It's a very high vibrational class. You just go to the events tab at energyintuitive.com. The Beyond the Veil Summit free event is coming up um, October 31st through November 4th. I will be in the second week. I'll be answering questions live during my recording. That's super exciting. It's all about the other side and near-death experiences. There's a second free event. These are both on the Shift Network. You can go to my event page and register for these free events. Keys to navigate the sea of consciousness and accelerate your innate mediumships 
skills with Suzanne Giesman. She's amazing. Her energy is high. I sometimes just listen to her class just so I can raise my vibration. And raising one's vibration is incredible. That free event will be on December 6th, but you want to register now. And then, of course, um, my winter classes have just opened up. There's a beautiful spirit guide class. It's eight weeks um, long. This is a 12-week uh, I mean, excuse me. Yeah, come meet your spirit guides. It starts February 6th. We have lots of room in that. That one's a very large class offered at a smaller price point, but you're going to love it. There's going to be magical extra material added to that course so you can have incredible growth. The same with vibrational coaching, which also begins February 6th. Um, also open for large numbers. And then Healing Through Ultra Perception has two seats left. Um, that one's a smaller course. I only take 30 people into those coaching classes. Oh, we'll talk about the rest next time. But can I take a few more callers? We can probably sneak one in for sure. And that website again was thebirdandbutterfly.com. Just to let you know. Thank you. So, Thank you so yeah. much. Thank there was a lot going on there in the last yeah, There was a lot like going my, on there in the last couple of minutes. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm so excited. I <laughs> yeah. love my bag. I absolutely love it. It's so pretty. Perfect. So pretty. And then energyintuitive.com for you, Marie. And then we'll take Alex calling from Orlando. Hi, Alex. Ooh. Hello. Hi, Alex. Hi. Um, so how are you guys? Great. We're great. What can I do for you? So I think I'm very similar to your previous caller because um, I've been developing my psychic gifts like this last year. And um, in the summer, I started doing chakra readings. But when I started doing them, my fears got really loud as well. Yeah. And I don't know if that has to do with like being more sensitive or... Or no, me in general. No. So that's just normal. The ego okay. hates it when we okay. start to grow and expand. And okay. the ego can tell when people start to become more aligned with their authentic self. And it will scream louder. It's actually a very good sign that you are on the right track. <laughs> okay, it's a very good sign. All psychics know this. All professional intuitives know that when they start to gain more skill sets or their, their skill set starts to improve significantly, mm -hmm. their ego will start yelling at them even more, tell, trying to get them to stop. Because if we continue as individuals and collective consciousness and expanding our, our awareness, we're not going to use our ego very much. And eventually it will not be part of the human realm at some point, probably, I don't know, millions of years from now, gosh knows when, but uh, so that's normal. It means you're on the right track, but it means you have to be more diligent. It's trying to teach you to better that skill set of ignoring the fears and staying okay. in alignment with what you're learning and your consciousness. Oh, that makes so much sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome. Have a great day. You All too. Right. Bye-bye. Thanks, uh, Alex, for joining the show. And Marie, that will do it for today. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that was super fun. Sorry we didn't get to all the callers. If you want to know anything about my classes, just go to energyintuitive.com. Everything's listed there. I'm in teaching mode. I'm teaching, you know, like three times a week. I love it. It's one of my favorite parts of my job. So I hope you can join me in upcoming classes or Suzanne Giesman, who is an incredible teacher, too. Have a beautiful day. Um, bright blessings, everyone. And happy Halloween. Bye-bye.